In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. To those who are in the arena, we we salute you. We honor you guys. You're getting it done in the stress bubble of life. Thank you for jumping into the arena with us today and listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Our passion is to call you into the arena, to call you out of the anonymous bleachers, and to call you up to the best version of yourself. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with a PhD of sound, Dr. Pat George. How you doing, my man? Morning, man. Good. Good, 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 good. And as always, our producer, co-host, and good friend, Dale Culver. What's up, my man? I'm just slinging over here with the podcast. You're, what are you slinging? slinging? Usually you're slinging a bunch of BS. I'm working on it. Yep, because okay. I learned it from watching you. Oh, Daddy. I am your BS mentor. So, <laughs> Daddy, so I what do you got? Weren't gonna so, do that anymore. Yeah, oh, don't call right. me Daddy. I'm not your pimp. So, hey, uh, what, why don't you uh, give Sexy. us a man law today before you move into something really bad? All right, this this one kind of chaps my hiney when I see it happen. Chaps your hiney. Yeah, dude, what the heck? I'm I'm censoring. Is that a violation? If you have yeah. a chapped hiney, do they give you chapstick? Yeah, it comes. It's it's in like a three inch round tube. I I recommend monkey butt. That's a new. Uh, that's like a, the. Does it start with a P? <laughs> okay, let's keep okay. going. Okay. Anyways, so oh it's, man, we're just when you roll. see somebody that doesn't do this, it drives me nuts. So it's opening a door uh, for a lady or giving up your seat for a lady. You those things need to happen. It's not open for a discussion. You just need to make it happen. You see a lady come onto the bus. Not that I've ride the bus anymore, but if you Short were, bus. you get up. If you're in, like, a lot of times we have a lot of people at our house in a meeting or whatever, and if there's a lady that comes in the room, you get up and you give her the seat. You know, you look around, sometimes the younger guys that just weren't taught things, I guess, uh, will just sit there and, like, it doesn't even cross their mind. And so you need to get up, flick them in the head, and say, get out of your seat, or, yeah. Well, it takes one, one irate feminist to ruin a man. 
you know, one woman to say, I don't need the door held open for me. <clears throat> and my thought is do it anyway. I was uh, going to Chipotle the other day. I had a meeting in uh, Portland and uh, there was a gal, probably 20 something year old gal at a good 10 yards behind me. And I held the door open for her. She walked in, thanked me. I thought that was cool. And she went right up in line and stayed up in front of me the whole time. And I thought, now the proper response probably would have been for her to allow me to take front because I was there first. But that's okay. The thing I'm, I struggle with is I struggle with opening the door for Shanna, the car door. Mm. I struggle with that. And I and she's trying to train me. She'll stand by the car door. Once she does, it's a reminder because I want to serve her and I want to please her. I just get in this mo- mode of getting into my truck first because I'm just always – usually I'm alone when I drive – Waiting for her or going around to open the door for her has been a struggle, and I want to get better at that. And I think that's a great rule. I think be a gentleman, give her the seat, open the door for her. It doesn't even have to be your wife. Any female deserves that honor. And I think women are not honored today because we let a few uh, feminist voices speak against that. And it's not about her ability to open the door. We know she can open the door. It's about honor. And so what you're saying is we as men need to honor women. They deserve to be honored. And you never open the door for your buddy. And, uh, I actually, Another man law. I picked up a friend because he, he actually shot a finishing nail, three-inch finishing nail through his finger and shattered the bone. <laughs> and so he needed a ride because he's on painkillers to the store. And so I went and picked him up. And I walked over to the passenger side, opened the door. He got in. He's like, what are you doing? And I grabbed the seatbelt, and I'm like, here you go, because his finger's broke. You can't use that hand. I'm trying to help, but I guess the man rule is don't ever open the door Well, I've got to buckle your friend in. I found a, yeah. yeah, that that really is lame, <laughs> but I found weird. a way around that. I, I'll, I will open the door for an older guy, Oh, and then I'll say, age before beauty. So, so the I age before the beauty, that gets me through the loophole. So I yeah, you should, yeah, you, you should. So even if I'm not riding with you, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> hey guys, I'm super excited about the man in the arena, men in the arena, closed Facebook forum for men. I just want to see you guys get on that. Uh, it's a great forum for men all around the country, and so it's good stuff. So guys, if you have not done so yet, make sure you go get on there. Uh, we have to approve you, but uh, it's the best thing out there for men to discuss what's going on in their lives and to get questions and uh, answered from other men. So make sure you do that. Hey, I want to get in the meat of the podcast today. We've only got ten minutes, and so it's I'm it's like I want to get into this and uh, hammer it out here because I, one of the things I've noticed with men is that they drift, they get lost, they don't know who they are. So I want to help you guys. So the next two equipping podcasts, we're going to talk about the two most important questions you can ask. And this one is really interesting. Coming off of the Super Bowl Sunday with the Eagles' first ever franchise NFL Super Bowl victory, you know, they are the best team in the NFL for 2018. And when I was a youth pastor... One of my favorite games with students was called the Good, Better, Best Scavenger Hunt. It was also called Bigger, Better, Best. But the bottom line was you had to come up with the best. And we'd give them a paper clip or a pencil or a toothpick. We'd send them out in the community, and they'd have to come back with the best donated item. And the team that was deemed the best won that thing. So we'd, we'd have students come back with you know, refrigerators, dryers. I think we had an old car one time, surfboards. And so I just want to say this, that people remember the best. And guys, listen, you are wired to become the best 
version of you. And this is what we're talking about with this podcast. We are all about you becoming the best version of you. When I uh, started dating Shanna 25 years ago, after 48 hours, we decided that this 25-year-old man and this 22-year-old gal were going to get married. So we met with one of her mentors who looked at me and said, is this the best you can do? (laughs) Uh, Of course it was. The Marlboro mustache, how could she resist? But the bottom line, what he was saying was, good is the enemy of the best. I think so often, guys, we settle for the good in life. We settle for the better in life because we don't know know what the best looks like because we've never asked the most important question. So, guys, what is the most important question that you can ever ask? Here it is. Who am I? So guys, who are you? When you look in the mirror in the morning, who are you? This is the best question you could ever ask and answer because you are created to be the best version of yourself. So you have to ask the question. You know, uh, we settle for better. We settle for the good life. So a better question would be this. So guys, I don't know what you believe, but uh, I'm a Christian guy. And so for me, there's a better question, uh, a better answer. And I have, as a Christian man, God has has wired me to become better than I was before I was a Christian man. You know, the Bible gives a whole lot of I am statements. I'm a child of God. I'm saved by grace. I'm an heir of God. I'm a forgiven. I'm a new creation. I'm redeemed. I'm rescued. I'm a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. I'm the light of the world. A lot of things like this. So in a general sense, I've got this new identity I can discover uh, as a, a man who does follow Christ. But but that a lot of people just stop there. And that that is stopping short we have to personalize the question, who we are. Now, I can sit there and, and I'll tell you straight to your face, straight to this radio, I'm awesome. Dale, do you know that? I'm oh, I awesome. did know that. You told me that many times. I do tell you. You're awesome. <laughs> did you know that? I've ever told I you do. that? You, you have. need that affirmation. I have. You are awesome. Even even Pat. Pat wow. Is, Pat is awesome. Pat, you're awesome. Thank you, man. We're awesome, guys, because <laughs> listen, when we were created, <clears throat> the mold was shattered. There was a mic drop moment when we were created. There's no one on this planet. There's no one who came before us. There's no one who comes after us. There's nobody on the planet now who can do what we do, who can live like we live, and who can be the men that we are. We are we are created for greatness. In fact, in, in in the Psalms 139 says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. God broke them all. So I go back to this question, guys. Who? Are you the band who asked, Who are you? I really want to know. <laughs> anyway, then there's a then they drop an F word in there. Anyway, but who are you? So the best version of you is when you discover who you are and you begin to walk in it. So I'm gonna ask you this question, guys. What's in your hand? Who you are really is as simple as what's in your hand. What deck of cards? What have you been dealt in your life? What have you been dealt? What do you already possess that makes you who you are? So I'm going to spell a real simple acrostic, and this will help you out, guys. So on your hand, five letters, they spell the word shape. Who are you? First one, spiritual gifts. When you decided to follow Christ, got through a party and gave you gifts. If you're not a spiritual man, the word you want to put in there is skills. What skills do you have? Or what spiritual gifts do you have if you're a Christian man? I got to tell you something, a funny story. In college... 
I dropped every class in college where I had to do an oral presentation because I refused to speak in front of people. But I was given a spiritual gift that developed over time, has led me to author nine books, speak all over the country, uh, to uh, have this podcast. These are things that happen when you embrace who the, who you are and the spiritual gifts you've been given. So guys, you can take that test anywhere online. Just Google spiritual gifts test and and take that test. You should know what your top three are. Uh, if you're not a spiritual man, listen to this, conf- this uh, podcast. Just what skills have you learned, guys? What do you bring to the table? H, heart. What ignites your passion? What ignites your passion? When I was growing up, we used to watch a cartoon show called Popeye. And I just loved it when olive oil would get into a bad spot because Brutus, or a.k.a. Bluto, was being a, 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 an a-ho. And, and, and Popeye would say, that's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. And this little bald sailor man with big forearms would drink or eat a spinach and just blow up Bluto. He'd have a Popeye moment. Guys, what are you passionate about? If you're not passionate, you're just living in a rut. And a rut is just a grave with a shallow hole. Guys, get out of the rut. What makes you have a Popeye moment? A, what are your abilities? What are your abilities, natural talents? You know, I spoke at a, a conference with a guy named Jay Schrader years ago, and Dre, uh, uh, Jay won a Super Bowl for the Redskins. Uh, he was the guy that replaced Joe Theismann when Lawrence Taylor came from the blind side and blew, uh, broke it, shattered his tibia. Uh, Jay, uh, so so the movie Blindside was kind of based off that. That's the opening scene in the movie. Uh, but Jay went in, took him 22 minutes to find his helmet. Couldn't find it. Thank God Theisman was on the field for that long. Uh, Jay went in and basically marched the Redskins down the field for a touchdown and to the final game of the Super uh, All the way up to the Super Bowl, he got injured the game before. Doug Williams went in uh, as the third-string quarterback and defeated the Denver Broncos. And so, But Jay, when speaking, said this. Everybody has certain abilities. I can throw things far. Now, come on. Really, Jay? Is that all you got? Throw things far. But he's saying something. He said, hey, I have this ability that I'm using. He's used it in coaching. He's using it in mentoring students. He's used it in the NFL. He used it in baseball. He played professional baseball as well. What what abilities do you have? Guitar playing abilities? Nunchuck abilities? Bow staff abilities? You know, what what kind of abilities do you have? Use those abilities. That's who you are. You've been dealt that hand. P is your personality. Uh, Man, uh, a Greek physician, Hippocrates, uh, he lived around 460 to 370 BC. He discovered that there were uh, uh, excesses in some of the humors in the body that produced an imbalance. uh, And that imbalance uh, developed into kind of character traits. Uh, which he would he called phlegm. The, the the body fluids were phlegm, black bile, white bile, and uh, blood. Tim LaHaye later gave these these biological uh, uh, qualifications names: beaver, otter, retriever, and lion. Uh, later on, we also uh, listed uh, adjectives to them. In other words, the popular otter. The powerful lion, the perfect beaver, the peaceful golden retriever. You can check this stuff out. You can read uh, Florence Littower's book, uh, Personality Plus. You can Google Tim LaHaye. Uh, he wrote a book uh, on the same topic. Man, just who are you as far as your personality goes? Are you an extrovert or an introvert? And which of these four categories would you fall under? And E is experiences. What life events have shaped you? You realize that nothing that ever happened to you is wasted. 
even your pain. In fact, a lot of times it's out of your pain that you become the person that you are called to be. Uh, we had Earl Wilson on our podcast recently. He had a tremendous failure back in the late 80s and was restored and now helps people in struggling and marriages in crisis because of that event. And so you are the product of this hand that has been dealt you, your spiritual gifts or skills, your heart, your abilities, your personality, and your experiences. Guys, who are you? You are simply the result of those five things. Guys, we need to know who we are. This will really help you. Next week in our equipping, we're going to talk about the next most important question you can ever ask. You've been listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast, Equipping Men in 10. Helping us transform the lives of men and those they love is as easy as one, two, three. One, follow us by subscribing and sharing the Man Card Podcast. Join, number two, join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. And number three, invest in our resources and become your best version. If you have any questions or comments, you can express them on the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum or you can contact us through our website or app. Join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves and changing their world. Because when a man gets it, everyone, everyone wins. Join our Facebook Arena for Men, guys. You will love it. It's the best free resource out there. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called The Man Card Weekend with The Men in the Arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of our popular field guide, A Bathroom Book for Men. Jim wrote this book for men who don't read books. It's a daily study of manly words explained with great stories. You will find enough entries to read one a day for an entire year. That's right, 365 daily readings on what a man is and does. Get your own copy at mancardpodcast.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.